Hey DCL fans, if you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, or any other Disney vacation for that matter, consider booking your trip with us. We are an independent travel agent affiliated with Mickey World Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Our services are completely free and you'll receive an onboard credit up to $1,000 just for booking with us, which can be used for shore excursions, spa treatments, shopping, and much more while you are aboard your Disney cruise. We also have a wealth of cruising experience to help you answer any questions or concerns that you might have. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Welcome to episode number 30 of the DCLD podcast. My name is Wes, and I am joined on this episode once again by my wife, Alyssa. Hi. And we are fresh off our seven-night Bahamian cruise on the Disney Magic out of New York City that had two days at sea, went down to Castaway Key, and then over to Port Canaveral with uh, Port Adventures, I guess I could call it Port Adventures, uh, to Walt Disney World, and then two days at sea to return back to the Port of New York. Uh, I should say the Manhattan Cruise Terminal is the technical term. But we uh, we booked this trip a little bit last minute, um, more so than we normally do. We're usually pretty uh, advanced planners in terms of Disney cruises, but we had sort of a gap in our vacation schedule, and I, I just came home one day and said, hey, what do you... Uh, what do you think about this itinerary out of New York down to the Bahamas? It'll uh, get us away a little bit when it starts to get cold around here. And, uh, and I don't say no to a cruise. That's so right. It's, it was booked. It's a, <laughs> it's a great team we have here. I, I suggest the the cruises, and she says yes. Uh, not a whole lot of pushback. So uh, got a lot to get into here, so uh, we'll jump right in. So first off... The the cruise left, like I said, left out of New York and started, uh, embarked on a Saturday, which made it kind of nice. I had sort of, in my head, always sort of been uh, concerned about the traffic a little bit because I just envisioned driving into New York during rush hour. But luckily it was Saturday and we did drive. We did not fly. We were from the Boston area, so we drove uh, drove down to New York. And Alyssa had the idea to not tell our kids about the cruise. Well, she, we told them about it long in advance, and we were do, sort of counting down to it. We had this little countdown on our refrigerator that is sort of a, a dry erase thing. And at like, I don't know, what was it? I think it was about 30 days. We just kind of stopped. And he doesn't notice because he's four and doesn't really understand time. So we just told him we were going to visit Nana and Pop. Yep, so uh, my parents live in the Pennsylvania area, so we drove down uh, a couple nights before and stayed with them and uh, just told our kids that we were going to stay with Nan and Pop for uh, an extended period of time. So we packed up in the car on Saturday morning and headed over to New York. And uh, it was a pretty easy drive. It was only about, uh, I want to say, a little bit over an hour, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, and, and there wasn't really any traffic which was great and 
it was kind of cool because you're driving into New York and you can sort of see the New York skyline uh, getting closer and closer. And then you drive over the the, the George Washington Bridge there that separates, uh, I think it separates New Jersey and Manhattan. But as you're driving over, if you look to the right, way down in the distance, you could see the, the cruise terminal and you could see the Disney magic there for the first time, which was kind of cool. But it was still really far off in the distance, so you, you couldn't really make it out unless you knew what you were looking for. But um, And then you go on the off-ramp, and then um, you're heading up or down the Hudson. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure which direction it is, but as you get closer and closer to the ship, our excitement level started to build uh, as the, the ship got closer and closer, and uh, we started to get better views of it. Um, so pulling up to the ship was actually pretty cool, I thought. And just driving to the terminal in general was super easy. The The Google Maps took us right there. The parking lot was literally right next to the ship. You park your car and you get out and you get some great views of the ship and kind of the skyline of the cities right there. So uh, really easy parking. We prepaid. It was $280 for the week for us to park there. Um, and then we just took our bags right from our cars, took them down the elevator, and then we were right in the in the terminal. So... After that, uh, we went we went in we went over to the check-in line. <laughs> we were really early, so uh, it wasn't really crowded. I like to get places a lot earlier than Alyssa likes to get places, but <laughs> very unnecessary. But it was nice to walk right up to the counter. Yeah, so we didn't have to stand in line to get checked in, and it was the cruise terminal was was very organized. D- the Disney Cruise Line check-in desks were at the very end of the terminal, and I think. I think we ended up checking in around 10, 15 in the morning. Um, so once we checked in, we basically had uh, the pick of where we wanted to sit over in the terminal. There were still plenty of seats left at that point. And then as the morning went on, the, the terminal got really, really crowded. There wasn't a lot of, well, there were no empty seats and there wasn't a lot of free standing space either. So um, that was kind of tough with two little ones cause they just wanted to run around and there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't a ton of space to do that. But, uh, we ended up, we did end up being one of the first in lines, uh, to meet Captain Mickey when he came out. So, uh, they set up a, a roped off area at the end of the terminal where, uh, Captain Mickey came out and took a bunch of pictures with, with, uh, the guests waiting to get on the ship. So. Um, and it was also kind of cool because as the terminal started to fill up, we, we started to recognize some people that, uh, we had seen from our Facebook group. Um, and, uh, this was probably the most active Facebook group that, uh, that I've been a part of and, and Alyssa's been a part of. It was pretty cool leading up to the, to the cruise. There was lots of activity going on, lots of conversation, um, so I just wanted to give a, a shout out to a, a couple people in particular, uh, Anthony, who promoted the, the podcast a couple times on the Facebook groups. So I really appreciate that. Natasha is the one who organized all our fish extender groups and did a really good job at that. Cindy was another person who um, promoted the show on the group and also, uh, Pixie dusted us, which was left us some awesome gifts. Thank super you for that, nice. Cindy. Yeah. She reached out, uh, specifically and asked about 
my family and what, what kids we had and things like that. So that was really nice of her. Uh, and then Esther also is someone who uh, has said nice things about the show on the Facebook group. So those are just some of the uh, individuals I wanted to call out. But again, it was a really awesome Facebook group and it's fun to be part of. Still pretty uh, active. Two weeks later, <laughs> everyone's true. still talking. That's true. It's still keeping very in touch. active. So um, that was kind of cool. And then, uh, so after that, they I think they called boarding group one just a few minutes before noon. Uh, I think it was around 11.50, and we were probably the 10th or so family to board. So we were on pretty early. I think it was one of the earliest times we've boarded as a family. Um, I think usually because we're using uh, Disney Cruise Line ground transfers from, like, Walt Disney World Resort, which mm. uh, doesn't get you there that early. So um, that was kind of cool to be, you know, one of the first few families on the ship. So we walked onto the ship, and then, of course, the the lobby was decorated for Christmas, and it was just, uh, it was stunning. It was it was beautiful. It was Lissa's first uh, Very Merry Time cruise, and I hadn't been on one in a long time. I think not since my first cruise uh, had we been on a, uh, a Christmas cruise. So what did you think of the decorations in the lobby? Oh, loved it. We stood there just looking around and taking pictures before we did anything else for a kind of a long time. And I also love the um, the striped scarves and hats that all the yes, cast members that, wear as it, you come on. I forgot about that. That's a yeah. They their their uniforms or their costumes, I guess, were were awesome. And that was before the the lights had even been lit up or anything mm-hmm. yet. So just mm-hmm. the decorations were just awesome. Um, so we walked on. We got our our greeting, and then and then I went to I went straight to guest services to get on a to get on the cabana wait list and uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that later uh, after that we headed up to cabanas that's our family's kind of traditional it, probably most families traditional stop after uh, after they board the ship and uh, it's kind of funny we're, we're used to eating outside on embarkation day because we're typically in uh, in Florida and it's really nice out but we found a, a seat close to the windows uh, inside the inside cabanas and uh, ate there instead because it was a little bit cold outside. Super windy. After lunch, we just headed up to deck 10 uh, to get some pictures with the, the New York City skyline. We actually had two uh, members in our party who were completing their grand slams. Uh, so Alyssa and William were both... Uh, sailing the magic for the first time and is also the uh was the last of the four ships that they had not yet sailed so we got some uh grand slam pictures out uh, on the upper deck and <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty funny because the their hair is pretty windblown and we're being um, blown over yeah. in the pictures <laughs> but we're smiling because we're happy to be there <laughs> right <laughs> but uh other than the the cold and the wind it was a beautiful day it was uh really sunny and it had some great views of the the city you could see the empire state building from uh from where we were standing and of course we had to uh make sure the ice cream machines were working so we had some some soft serve ice cream to to kick off the 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 cruise as well um after that we headed down to the oceaneer club open house the Oceaneer Club on the Magic is one of my favorites because it has the the Slinky Dog slide, and I thought William would really love that, and I thought he would kind of want to just play on. He that. loved it during the open house, um, and he did it over and over, and it wasn't super crowded in there. But I think he um, later he didn't really want to go back later in the week. I think 
he just gets clingy to daddy when daddy's on vacation. <laughs> so uh, even though he enjoyed it, I don't think he wasn't ever too excited to go back. Yeah, he, he was playing on it a bunch. We did some coloring in the, the Pixie Hollow area. The Marvel area of the, the Oceaneer Club was really cool. They have that life-size Iron Man. I thought he'd be really drawn to that. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I thought he would kind of be excited about hanging out there, but, uh, that wasn't the case. So, um, we got our kids club armbands as well. That's, uh, uh, one thing that unfortunately you have to get a new one every time. I, I always ask, I, I always bring one uh, from our previous sailing because I forget to return them at the end. And I ask them if I can reuse them and they always tell me no, which doesn't seem to make any sense to me, but. What because it's do? newer technology. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's the exact same. <laughs> We're still figuring out. <laughs> <laughs> After that, uh, our staterooms are ready, but it took a while for our luggage to get there. So um, we just kind of walked around the ship to look at all the other Christmas decorations and bought time until the mustard drill. And uh, one of the <laughs> I, I wanted to mention, one of my favorite things about the cruise was the, the music playing in the hallways. So they had... Uh, some songs from like NSYNC's old Christmas album, which I think everyone was just walking down the hall singing along all the time. Yeah, I know. It, really awesome Christmas music on the hallways. So that was a really kind of a a hidden highlight of the of the trip for me, anyway. And then, so after we had the mustard drill, we went up to the sail away party, and uh, we we typically go up on the upper decks for the sail away parties. But because the wind was blowing around so much up there and it was so cold, we we thought that being on deck nine where where the party was happening might be a little more comfortable, and I think it was. We uh, we we just kind of hung around there and and uh, William danced a bunch, which was kind of cool. And uh, we didn't end up pulling away from the dock until around five. So the sailaway party was I think a little bit after four, and then we didn't um, you know pull away from the dock until around five. And we kind of hung out at the sail away party until the characters left the stage. And then we got back to our room and our luggage was there. So we got to unpack and, and get ready for dinner. So we like to unpack, especially on the longer sailings. It makes us feel more at home and just declutters the room a lot. So <laughs> we we use as much of the available space as we can. After we unpacked a little bit and got ready for dinner, we rushed up to the upper deck so that we could get some views of the Freedom Tower and the Statue of Liberty as we uh, sailed out of the harbor. <laughs> it was freezing. We were we were huddled behind those glass or I guess fiberglass panes that are on the front on the front of the ship, and then <laughs> every once in a while I'd run to, run out to the very front to get some pictures. Then I have to run back because I was so cold, and uh, it was unfortunate because. I mean, we just, I'm not a professional photographer by any means, and I, I typically just bring my um, my iPhone to take pictures, but it did not <laughs> capture very good pictures of the Statue of Liberty. I think because of where the sun was setting, it uh, just didn't provide a very good backdrop for getting good pictures, but still an awesome view nonetheless. It was, you know, you had Manhattan on your left side as you're sailing out, and then the Statue of Liberty was coming up on your right, and... Um, the sun was setting, and it was just, I wish the, the pictures could have done it justice, but um, they did not. It was beautiful, but we did get to steal some people's pictures who posted on our Facebook group. Some people <laughs> yeah. got some good ones, right. so. Yeah, that is Thanks. true. Thank you to those people. 
And then we had dinner in Lumiere's that evening. And then we, after that, we left to go out for the tree lighting ceremony, which is, I think, one of the, the, the cooler things about the these very maritime sailings. So they have a, a family that they choose who lights the Christmas trees, and the, the, the characters come out and actually sing a, sing your classic uh, Christmas songs. And then there's a big countdown, and then the family throws pixie dust on the tree, and all the lights come on around the lobby. So the tree lights up, and all the decorations around the lobby light up. So that's sort of the, the ceremonial kickoff to your... Um, your very merry time cruise, which is, it's really cool. It's, it's really fun to be part of. So if you're sailing one of these, you definitely don't want to miss the tree lighting ceremony. We hung around there for a little bit. Then we just went back to the room to finish unpacking. We threw on a, a Disney movie and then we headed to bed. There was a, a be our guest kind of welcome show, uh, on the first night, but we, uh, we were pretty tired and the kids are pretty tired. So, uh, we we called it an evening. We kind of have to pick and choose what nights we're going to stay up for the shows to make right. sure the little ones get enough sleep. So day two was a day at sea. We had uh, pre-reserved a Disney Junior character breakfast for this day. And uh, so typically our son gets pretty excited about this. However, he gets excited to see Captain Jake, which unfortunately was not part of this Disney Junior Character Breakfast. So we met Princess Sophia, we met Doc McStuffins, and we met Mickey. Uh, Captain Jake did not make an appearance. And we weren't sure why he was on. We did the same brunch just a couple months ago right. when he was there. Yeah, I'm not sure why he wasn't there either. And we had high hopes for Emily in, on this cruise. Uh, we thought <laughs> on our last sailing, she was not a fan of the Disney characters or the princesses or anything like that. She wouldn't even so, look at them without screaming. Yeah, she's a, a few months older on this cruise, and it went just about as well as it did last time. <laughs> she did thought not. she had turned a corner, yeah, and she did not. She did not. She had, wanted nothing to do with any of them. And, uh, well, from afar she did, right? She, she liked to talk about them and wave to them and say hi to she them. She does know but, all their names now and everything. Yeah, but. but when they came close, man, they were, um, sheer terror in her eyes. You would have thought we took her to a haunted house. That's right. Instead of a Disney Junior breakfast. Yep. <laughs> so we survived the Disney Junior character breakfast and then William wanted to try the super sloppy science in the Oceaneer lab. So we dropped him off. He was there for about an hour, and uh, we came back. We picked him up. We said, did you have fun? He said, yes. And then he never wanted to go back to any of the kids' clubs the rest of the cruise. And they made um, flubber, which is what the super sloppy science was. And Wes asked him, I see other kids taking their flubber out with them. Where's yours? What he said? <laughs> um, I think he said it was too slimy or it was too sticky. Or he did not like, like it. He, yeah, <laughs> he left it behind. He left it uh, in the lab. So, uh, yeah, never wanted to go back. So after uh, after we left the lab, we we kind of strolled up uh, onto the pool deck, and it was warm-ish. It wasn't. Uh, it certainly wasn't warm by uh, you know tropical destination standards, but for you know, for us New Englanders, it was a, it was kind of warm, and I saw some other kids in the pool. So I said maybe William will want to go in the pool. So I tried to uh, I tried to take him swimming at that point, and uh, he tried the 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 Mickey pool area. He tried the Mickey slide, and then he went over to the family pool, and 
then he wanted me to come in with him, and it was just too cold for me to get in. I, I wanted him to go in, but I didn't want to get in. Um, and so uh, so he he wasn't really interested in being in the pool, and I don't I can't really blame him because it was windy and it was cold. So um, I convinced him to, to spend some time in the hot tub, and, and we watched the end of uh, The Incredibles on Funnel Vision. So I think that was the start of something new for him because he grew to really like the hot tub. And uh, I, we'll get into that a little bit more later, uh, but uh, I, we didn't spend a whole lot of time out on the pool deck. But after that, Santa's Winter Wonderland in the lobby atrium was starting up. So we headed down there. We uh, we wanted to see Santa join the ship, and uh, they do this whole big ceremony. So they announce Santa Claus, and uh, he comes out. He comes down the stairs. Uh, there are well. Before that, there were Christmas carolers that were singing, which uh, I know, Liz, you're a big fan of. I love that. They're all dressed up. Yeah, they were pretty cool. And then Santa came out, and then Mrs. Claus came out, and then the characters joined them as well. So they they came down the stairs, and then finally, Anna and Elsa came out, and then they made it snow in the lobby of the Disney Magic. So that was kind of cool. Another thing that you want to you don't want to miss is the the Santa's Winter Wonderland. Any of these like special Christmas offerings, if you're on a very merry time cruise, I highly recommend just uh, taking the time and going to see them because it's 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 one of those things that you're not gonna get on a normal cruise for obvious reasons. But um, I think they do a really good job with all their 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 Christmas uh, events and and uh, shows and things like that. After uh, Santa's Winter Wonderland, we did some shopping in the stores, which we like to do early and often. Um, but I, I think you would agree. I, we thought that the merchandise wasn't as exciting as it usually is for us. No, we weren't that impressed. There wasn't. There's usually a couple things that I have to have, and I wasn't. I don't know. Maybe because we were just there a couple months ago, or <laughs> well, there's usually like 20 things that you have to have. <laughs> <It's> so <true. laughs> narrowing it down to uh, two or three is a is a is a steep drop off. Um, but I, one thing that I was pretty surprised about, um, I thought there would be some New York City branded merchandise, which I didn't see any of. And I also thought maybe there would be some leftover Bermuda merchandise. Not that I would have wanted any Bermuda merchandise, but um, I was just curious to see if there was any of that uh, remaining. But uh, there was not. I didn't see any of that stuff. So um, first day at sea was pretty relaxing. I ended up taking a nap with Emily, and Liz took William to see Incredibles 2, which we had not seen yet. So I still have not seen it. So you want to talk a little bit about that? One thing we wanted to do since it was early in the week was get a popcorn bucket so that we could reuse it for the rest of the week. Um, I think we've mentioned this before, but if you buy a popcorn bucket, refills for the rest of the week are dollar seventy three. I think it came out to after tax um, that you can get at at the movie theater and all of the shows. So we got. Is that with the auto fifteen percent gratuity also? That was the total. Yeah, I think I think it did. I think they do add on a gratuity. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> so there were a couple different popcorn buckets. There was Christmas Pluto. There was Sully. There was a regular Christmas bucket. And then there was a Christmas alien bucket, which is the one that we got. I feel like I'm forgetting one. So we got the alien popcorn bucket and then kept that throughout the week um, to refill for $1.73 at each of the shows each night. Yeah, the alien bucket was $17, which... <laughs> 
West I would not have advised <laughs> to get the alien bucket had I known it was going to be seventeen dollars because I think the regular refillable bucket is like eight dollars or something like that right but the alien one was so much cuter and <laughs> and I was told by someone that if you buy it in the parks it's 25 oh well and also in fairness I did see one around the ship and I said that's pretty cool so when you buy your popcorn you should get that instead of the regular one yeah. but I didn't so know it was, it was like a $12 difference but anyway we got <laughs> refills for a dollar seventy three for the rest of the trip so jokes on them <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after that we had dinner in animators palette and I think just a general comment on our dining it was slow, and we typically like to get in and out as quickly as we can because our, our kids can't sit at a table. Yeah, our table. kids start to lose their minds after uh, even an hour is long for them. And even with all the entertainment, because it was very, they do have stuff going on the entire time, but they can only sit there for so long. Right, and we, I don't know, I, I always feel bad saying something to the servers and asking them to, I don't know, like I don't want to say, can you speed it up a little bit? and. I don't know. I, I'm always just afraid that my asking nicely is going to come off as not so nice. So we are kind of to blame because we didn't say anything. And I'm sure they, oh, no, they should have. They would have sped yes, it up. If no, we had I, I totally but... agree. Um, we, we would just eat our courses as fast as we could <laughs> and, then, and then just wait and then uh, wait for our next one, hoping that uh, that would be a big enough hint to give them. After dinner, uh, we were pretty exhausted again just from trying to get through dinner. And Twice Charmed was playing that evening. And it, I'm not a huge fan of the show. And I, I didn't think that uh, William and Emily would be able to really sit through that and get, and enjoy it the way they would Tangled or um, Dream. So we decided to skip the show and put the kids to bed a little bit early. And, and we always throw on some disney movie in the stateroom and just uh l let that put us to sleep we had planned on going to twice charmed all day but we did yeah it's always up we always let the kids make the call <laughs> right <laughs> you can tell uh by the end of the night whether we should be going to the show or not typically day three was another day at sea so we had, we woke up and had a, a quick breakfast that morning and then we headed to the lobby atrium to line up to meet santa claus and by the time we got down there there was already a ton of people in line and i think we were there i don't know half hour early or something like that and uh did you wait in the rooms with the kids or something I took them back to the rooms to put on our matching pajamas. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I, so I stood in line and waited for the rest of the family to come. Um, but I think by the time you'd got there, the, the line hadn't started moving yet. But they had a, a hot chocolate booth set up there and, and cookies. with cookies. And the hot chocolate was delicious. Did you have any of it? Mm-hmm. Really yeah, thick. Super thick, super rich. I think it was just like literally melted chocolate. People on the Facebook page have been asking for the recipe, so we'll yeah. have to... Yeah, it was Keep delicious. Following that. <laughs> and uh, another thing that I thought was cool is they had a, a naughty and nice list on the table so that all the kids could sign it. Um, it was like a scroll, cute. and uh, William enjoyed that. He wrote he wrote him and his sister's name on it, so that was kind of cool. And uh, once the 
once the line did start moving, it, it moved pretty slow. Just a lot of pictures were being taken, different poses, things like that. So it took us a while to get through the line, but uh, William told Santa that he wanted what? A remote control? Airplane. Airplane, which he's, it's the first we've ever heard of anything like that. I'm so. glad Santa asked because we didn't know <laughs> yeah, he wanted that. <laughs> I'm glad Santa knows because we had no idea. Um so that was cool. Uh, kids enjoyed that. Well, of course, William enjoyed it. Emily, not so much. Um, and then by that time, the weather had warmed up a lot. So we had traveled quite a bit further south. We were sort of, um, you know, parallel with like the Carolinas at that point. So it was starting to get warmer. And so we spent a lot of time on that day out on the pool deck. So uh, <laughs> I got to go on the aqua dunk. There was a pretty short line for it. So Liz watched the kids while I went and did that. And then you tried it. Tried to try it. And? Stood in line for, what do you think, 20 minutes, maybe longer? Um, and it was moving extremely slow. Like I didn't even think anyone was going. And there were probably only... 10 to 15 people in line in front of me and then people started coming down and they said that we had to take a break first someone told i got mixed messages so first i was told that something broke and that had to be reset (laughs) and to come back in like 15 to 20 minutes and then we were told that they have to send everybody down at before noon because no one can be up there when they blow the horns because it's too loud So I'm not sure which one was accurate. It was like 10 of 12 when they do the horn at noon. So they definitely could have been the reason. Yeah, they definitely did the horn at noon. And when you go up the aqueduct, you're literally going into the the forward smokestack, and the horns, the um, the speakers for the horns are are set up at the front of that smokestack. So I can imagine it would probably be really really loud up there. So I'm not surprised that they would uh, take people off of it for that. Um, but it's funny that they said that something had broken as well. So Yeah, so I don't know what happened, but I didn't feel like waiting in line again after the horn went off. So I <laughs> yeah, never so got to try to it. Needless to say, she never got to try so the So we have to go back on so. the magic. Yeah, it's cool though. If you've never been on it, you, you stand in this... Um, you stand on this platform and then there's sort of a, a glass case that closes around you and then the platform uh, opens up underneath you and you just fall down into the tube and it you know, takes you out over the side of the ship and um, you know you're done in like six seconds. It's a quick ride but it's it's pretty cool so definitely worth definitely worth the wait. I feel like you're bragging. Yeah, sorry I, it wasn't my intention. Uh, so William continued his uh, his theme of enjoying the hot tub more than anything else on the pool decks, and it's I which is crazy because when we were on the dream or on the fantasy in April, he did he did the Mickey slide, I don't know like thirty times on a single uh, day at sea. So. And and the one on the magic is a lot bigger and longer, so I don't I don't know what the I don't know what the deal was with uh, with his his pool his pool time on this trip, but there weren't a ton of pool days, right? But that one was I mean it was pretty warm on that day, so um, and then you know we just explored the everything that the pool deck had to offer. We we tried the splash pad, uh, we did the pools, and then of course we consumed lots and lots of ice cream, which is. Uh, 
kind of a tradition for us on our cruises. <laughs> I think it's for everyone. We, we spend a lot of time at the the soft serve ice cream stations. Uh, so pretty relaxing day at sea overall, I would say. Uh, didn't do a whole lot. Dinner that night was at Rapunzel's Royal Table, where we celebrated Rapunzel's birthday. Um, what were your thoughts, Liz, on uh, Rapunzel's Royal Table? I loved Rapunzel's Royal Table. Tangled is my favorite Disney movie. Rapunzel is my favorite princess. And I loved it. The whole thing is interactive from the moment they open the door to the restaurant. And yeah, it's, it's funny, the, the pub thugs come out and <laughs> kind of joke around and... with you and uh, kind of get in your face a little bit when they, yeah, when they first open the doors. And on the outside, there's lanterns hanging from the ceiling, and the in the middle, it kind of looks like the pub with the uh, dark chandeliers, and then Rapunzel, and then the second time you eat there, Flynn Rider comes out, and Rapunzel does all her, the big songs, and... Yeah, that's what you were waiting for, was the music, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she comes and visits each table individually, both times that you're there. Um, we had Emily dressed up in a Rapunzel dress the first night, and... <laughs> And she likes Rapunzel from far away. She's waving at her. She was yelling, happy birthday, Rapunzel. And also saying happy birthday to Rapunzel the rest of the trip. (laughs) She's still singing happy birthday to Rapunzel. (laughs) But as soon as Rapunzel came to our table, just absolute screaming in terror and tried to jump out of her high chair. And And it was funny because uh, Rapunzel remembered her uh, (laughs) when, I think when we saw her in the lobby. It was was the princess meet and greet. During the princess meet and greet, she remembered her from the night at uh, Rapunzel's Royal Table. And then remembered us again when we went back to Rapunzel's Royal Table the second day. So yeah, that was kind of cool because, you know, she, you could tell that she noticed Emily and... I mean, how uh, could she not? Yeah. She's screaming in her face. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my hopes of having a beautiful yeah. picture of them in their matching dresses did not yeah. turn out. Yeah. But yeah, Rapunzel's Royal Table is cool. Um, the pub thugs are great. They were walking around all night uh, interacting with the guests. They're they're funny. I mean, they, they had sort of dry, these dry humor jokes and things like that. So uh, they were good. We, we enjoyed uh, Rapunzel's Royal Table. Again, we uh, we skipped the the magic show that evening. It was uh, Magic Dave. We again weren't sure that the the kids would be able to sit through that, uh, and we were planning on calling it uh, an early night again. And we were the kids had gone to bed, I think, already, right? And it was around eight forty five. Yeah, we, we got the a curtain, yeah, the room. yeah. Let's we got go a surprise phone call from guest services, and as soon as the phone rang, we both sort of looked at each other. Because we had been waiting for the phone to ring. <laughs> and uh, as soon as it rang, we both looked at each other. And I picked it up. And, of course, it was uh, someone in guest services that said they had a cabana available. And we were first on the list. So uh, did we want it? And it, I sort of have made it a habit to go get us on the wait list for the cabana. And I sort of didn't expect that we were going to so when it actually came time to have to decide whether or not we were gonna do it we're like wait uh, do we want it (laughs) so they asked and we were like uh do we want it and of course they um they they so i said yes and then they of course they say well do you know what the cost do you know about the cost and of course i said yes uh and so we uh we agreed to do it and after that we were both sort of giddy about it <laughs> and uh they gave us instructions over the phone they explained that our wristbands would be delivered to our room uh and that they would uh hang it on our fish outside our door 
And uh, so after that, we we sort of um, were trying to strategize what we were going to do for the next day so we could maximize our time on the island. So we decided we would order room service so, so that we could... Uh, for breakfast. Yeah, for breakfast so that we could get off the ship uh, as soon as we were able to. So... That uh, that turned out to be a good great idea. So the next day was Castaway Key, and we got up um, pretty early to to get ready for the day because again we wanted to be able to to get off right when they uh, cleared the ship. Um, and so just like guest services had said, the the cabana information and, and the wristbands were were stuffed. They were actually stuffed into our fish extender outside our room. So the wristbands were uh, in an envelope, and on the envelope is really all the information that uh, that you need to know about um, about purchasing a cabana rental. It says that you know each person has to wear a wristband, explains what to do once you get off the ship, where to go, um, where to have lunch, things like that. And then there is another uh, uh, piece of paper that has the prices of the cabanas it has everything that is included with the cost of a cabana and they also there's also a map of of castaway key and it shows you where each cabana is located so a lot of good information on it um we sort of knew what to expect uh but we we didn't really know the all the all the full details so it was helpful to get that information but uh, room service was right on time. I think we ordered it for around 7.30 because uh, we expected that all ashore would be between 8.30 and 9. So we figured uh, give us an hour to eat and get ready. So uh, that worked out perfectly. All ashore ended up being a little bit closer to 9, I think. But as we had planned, we were, we were pretty much ready just to walk off the ship. And... We we were treated with a perfect day at Castaway Key. It was, it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful beautiful day. I I I meant to count how many times I've been to Castaway Key, but I I think this might have been my best uh, day ever at Castaway Key, weather wise. <laughs> um, it didn't hurt that we had a cabana. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean that made it, that that helped, but I'm just saying weather wise. I think this was maybe the best day that I can remember. Um, it was sunny, it was breezy, and it wasn't too hot. the The water temperature wasn't too bad. Um, you know, there was maybe that kind of initial shock, but even even that wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Um, the one thing that was kind of a negative, I, I think probably for other guests was that the, all the shore excursions had been canceled, uh, due to the wind, but the breeze, uh, was, was really nice. So I feel bad for the people who wanted to, you know, to experience some of those port adventures, but I didn't, uh, hate having the, the breeze felt pretty good. The breeze was perfect. There were also just enough clouds, so it wasn't too hot. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was just it was beautiful. So we we typically like to walk over to the family beach, but since uh, the cabanas are at the second tram stop, we we actually took the tram to the first stop because um, we expected to just get on the second one and take it over. But I wanted to uh, look and see if they had a Castaway Key men's rash guard over at the She Sells Seashells and everything else. Uh, merchandise store over there i i've always felt that uh there was like this one thing that i like a like the the ideal souvenir or 
piece of merchandise or something that that was Disney Cruise Line branded. And I think that's it. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I think that's it. And I have yet to find one. I don't think they make a Castaway Key rash guard, which if anybody uh, at Disney Cruise Line Merchandising is listening, men's Castaway Key rash guard, please. Thank you. I'm pretty sure they had one last time we were there. Really? And, I don't... and it sold out. Yeah? I don't... Oh. I'm pretty sure your dad saw it. Hmm. I don't remember it. I wish I got it then, but... <laughs> That's why we went early in case, uh, you know, so in case they had something out. and it didn't sell out. But anyway, they had some other holiday merchandise there. Uh, but again, nothing that, you know, spoke to us that we really had to have. So um, we ended up walking over to the second tram stop where we would be picked up by private taxi to take us over to our cabana. But first we had to pick up our snorkel gear, which ended up being kind of a waste because uh, William refused to do that. And just the, I don't know, there's not great snorkeling over uh, by the cabanas. The best snorkeling is over at the family beach in the uh, in the snorkel lagoon. That's where you'll see all the good stuff. So um, I don't know, if, if we rented a cabana again, uh, I probably would pass on the snorkel gear. He liked the, um, his flippers. Yeah, that's he just true. swam back and forth with yeah. his flippers on. Yeah. The one thing that was a little bit weird for me was... Anytime you uh, got to purchase or, I guess, just reserve something that was included in the cost of your cabana, you just sort of waved your wristband to show them that you had rented a cabana. It just it felt kind of weird to me. Um, you know, just, I, I don't know. I, I felt a little comfortable doing that. but I could get used to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, our, our private taxi, which was a golf cart, brought us over to our cabana, uh, which was cabana number one. Uh, and I, I'm not going to go into too much detail uh, about the cabana because I'm going to try to do that uh, a full cabana review as a future episode. But we absolutely loved it. We loved our cabana experience. Just having the private, sort of a private beach, no need to reserve chairs, no crowds, really easy to manage uh, our kids' time in the sun. We always get nervous about their sun exposure, so it's nice to just be able to get them back um, in a shaded area for some time, reapply sunscreen, private hammock, chase lounge chairs, snacks, drinks, sunscreen, um, and then the concierge host come and checks on you. If you ever need drinks, they'll bring you whatever um, from the bar. So really, really awesome experience. Did you, I, I assume you felt the same way? Yeah, they didn't let us lift a finger every time they saw us doing anything. They'd come ask if we needed help or... Um... And they also all knew who we were because I think we were the only cabana guests that were not oh, sailing right. concierge. We People kept saying, oh, you're the family that uh, <laughs> got a cabana off the wait list. It was so another that also made me feel uncomfortable that <laughs> people do us anyway. So we uh, we spent most of the morning just on the beach and in the ocean. William and I walked over to the Pelican Plunge Slides, which was actually one of the nice things about Cabana Number 1 is it's the first one there. So it's, you know, it's close to Cookies 2. It's pretty close to the Pelican Plunge Slide. So we didn't have a problem walking over there. Um, and then once lunch came around, we we uh, we went over to Cookies 2, and then we brought it back to our cabana to eat there. We've, we kind of felt like we had to because uh, since we were paying for it, we needed to kind of maximize our time in there but it was also just so nice to have a space away from the crowd right. we didn't have to fight anyone for chairs or a place to sit and yeah. we could spread out all our food on the table inside the cabana yeah yeah it was nice so after lunch we uh we it has become a tradition for uh the dower family to to do bike rentals on castaway key it's really 
become one of our favorite uh, port adventures at, at any destination that we go to. We just it's a lot of fun. It's it really kind of breaks up the the beach day, um, and I I just think it's a cool view of the island. You ride out to the uh, the lookout tower there. You get some cool views of the island and of the ship, and uh, ride back. So. And rentals again were free, <laughs> free with the with the cost of the cabana. You just show me wristband, and it's all taken care of. So, uh, made me feel uncomfortable again. But we just ride out to the lookout tower, climb it, take a picture of the ship, and then ride back. A pretty quick and easy flat. Yeah, it's probably we probably ride. spend what twenty minutes on the bikes. I mean, it's not a, a huge chunk of time. Last time, when your whole family That's was true. there, we did a little extended longer and rode around but yeah and then after that what is also a tradition for us now is to uh get an ice palace smoothie from the summertime freeze shack smoothie shack yeah smoothie shack there ice palace is the flavor that we like it's not the name of the smoothie place delicious and we had a very bad experience with it this time we were very very disappointed um (laughs) <laughs> we, we talk about the ice palace smoothie pretty regularly <laughs> and so we get we had, so we get so excited for it <laughs> our expectations were very yeah. high and uh we walked up and he pulled out like the the like a pitcher the, the of bottle liquid. of this liquid that probably had been sitting there forever and he's like uh do you just want this on ice and i was like what do you mean do i want it on ice i want a smoothie he said well i can make it fro- a frozen drink for you or i can just put it on ice i was like of course i want the frozen drink that's why i'm here and I think what it was, it was already a smoothie in there. And then by adding more ice to it, it was just... And he put in ice and he blended it. So it was very it was watered very watered down. down. Um, Most I, of the smoothies, probably the more popular ones, are just in the machines yeah. being swirled around all the time. And this one wasn't. So the other ones were probably better. I swear the last one we had one, they made a fresh one for yeah. us. So I don't know. That's kind of what I was correct. I kind of wish I had asked him to make a fresh one, but anyway. Williams was just a one of the more popular ones, strawberry banana yeah, or something, and something. that one was fine. Right. It came right out of a dispenser. Yeah. But later on board, uh, we did get a fruit palace uh, smoothie from the ice cream uh, smoothie area on the pool deck. I, I think that's what it's called. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but it tasted very much like the ice palace, but even the guy, even the guy there had to look up the ingredients. Cause I don't think it's a very popular one, which I don't know why, because it's the best flavor on there, but it's so good. Um, it, it we are going to make it, it popular. Yes, exactly. It, it, uh, the fruit palace from there, uh, redeemed our bad experience. So, um, that was, that made me feel a little bit better. Once we, uh, got back from having our smoothie experience. We just had a pretty lazy and relaxing afternoon. We, you know, we laid around in the lounge chairs, played in the water a little bit more. Um, we just had an amazing, amazing Castaway Key day, and it was the highlight of the trip for me, um, for sure. And uh, I, I just felt really lucky that the weather was so good that we, you know, we were lucky enough to to get the cabana, and um, it was a it was a really great day for us. So. We, we spent pretty much all the time that we had on the island. All aboard was around 4.45. I think we probably got back around 4. So mm-hmm. we probably could have spent a little bit more time. But, um, you know, we felt like we got we got uh, our money's worth. And that evening, we did something we've never done before <laughs> as a family. 
we skipped a dinner at a main dining restaurant. I couldn't believe it. It was, it felt, it felt wrong. It felt like, uh, it felt like we were cheating on our servers. <laughs> and, uh, I was we, against this decision. You I just were, would like to you say. were, and we, I don't know. We were just, we had such a good day at Castle Key and we were so tired and we really wanted to see the Tangled show and, and just enjoy it. And I just yeah. felt like if we had gone through a full dinner, you know, the kids would be really tired at the the 8.30 show and we'd be fighting with them and then we wouldn't be able to watch the show. I just felt like if we went to the early show, um, you know, it would be a, a much better experience. And, and I it think was. It, yeah, it turned out okay. That we was. went to the early Tangled show and um, we loved it. Kids really enjoyed it. They were into it the whole time. Emily, who has never sat still in her life, she is 20 months old. She loved it. And as we said before, she was terrified of Rapunzel, and she loved this show. She was clapping. Right. She watched it. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. And we we just we grabbed something to eat um, on deck nine. I think Cabana's wasn't open right when we tried to go. There was a DVC. Oh, event. that's right. Uh, there was a private DVC event going on in there. So we we just grabbed something at one of the the quick service uh, stations up there, and um, and called it early night because we had a very early morning. Uh, ahead of us to head out to Walt Disney World. So we're actually going to take a break right there for this week. Be sure to tune in next week to hear about our day at Walt Disney World and our final two days at sea. Thanks so much for listening and for following along on our trip and we can't wait to share the rest of it with you next week. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL dude or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. <music>